Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. It's about competitiveness on the court, but collaboration off the court. So on the sidelines where all the magic happens. It's the deal making. It's the $4 million being invested in each other. Um, it's the starting new projects. It's the um, being hired by one another. And it all started because on the court, it provides an opportunity for members to essentially like play and, and essentially have like these nonverbal com communications cues being activated. Like, you know, me passing you with the ball and you making a shot. I have a relationship with you that's a little bit deeper than, you know, just me giving you a, a business card. I'm Will Lucas, and this is Black Tech Green Money. I'm going to introduce you to some of the biggest names, some of the brightest minds, and brilliant ideas. If you feel black in building or simply using tech to secure your bag, this podcast is for you. Derek Thomas, otherwise known as DT, is founder and CEO at Dow Labs, a launch pad for DAOs, which stands at the intersection of community, crypto, and culture, and social engineer, co-creator of Miami Tech Runs and LA Tech Runs. 
which brings together emerging and established founders, VCs, and creatives to build community, hope, and practice mindfulness. In my DMs, they're full of questions about DAOs, crypto, NFTs, and the like. So I brought on Derek Thomas, DT, to talk about DAOs and to really break down what they are and what they could mean for you and your organization. A DAO stands for Decentralized Autonomous Organizations. You know, as the name suggests, it's a DAO. A DAO is a organization that's automated by computer code um, and open for anyone to participate as long as they meet some basic requirements. Um, being autonomous means that the smart contract can help run the majority of the process without human interference. And a DAO is created and managed by a community um, with collectively which collectively manages its funds and projects. So, you know, that's kind of like how it works. And a very layman's way of saying it is a DAO is essentially a group chat with a shared bank account and cap table. So as an example, I'm, I'm going to guess like so in like, let's take your Miami tech runs. You're going to say if I hold one of these tokens or these coins and we want to play on Saturday instead of Sunday, you know, yes. that's a proposal that I can make to the community. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you're thinking about, you know, in, in practice, right, um, there are certain things that you want to propose to the entire community. And then there are certain things that you may want to propose to just like your working group. Um, and I'll explain what working groups are in the, in, the, in the later half of this. But essentially, there's usually, you know, governance is something that everyone is, is essentially trying and error, trying and erroring and, and creating some type of process around. But essentially, when you're thinking about um, playing and the rules of the game, as well as the, the cadences of which you meet when, when you guys uh, decide to, you know, pay certain people when the treasury is used, usually you use that, you use that voting um, tool to actually make that possible. So, you know, there's so many people who are, you know, very internet savvy, can, can build software, et cetera. And there's others who are just really good community builders, people who know how to get people engaged in, you know, social efforts and et cetera. Which, which is more important when you think about creating a successful DAO, the technology of a DAO or the ability to galvanize community around it? Great question. Um, I think both <clears throat> is really, really important. Um, but being good at the community, I think stands become, it becomes just more, it's more imperative. Um, there's tons of tools out there that allow us to, you know, spin up a DAO and not necessarily focus so heavily on the actual underlying technology, but essentially the way that the technology works is built on like these open source blockchains where, you know, anyone can see what's written into the code, right? Um, proposals can be submitted. Audits can be happen around the group's treasury, um, and it, you know, other actions can actually, you know, be recorded and essentially shared on a transparent record um, around the entire community. So, like, you can focus on the technology, but um, there's no DAO or there's no community. I mean, if there's there, if there's no community, yeah, then you there's know, no DAO. There's, there's no DAO, right? So, or no successful one for sure. <laughs> no successful one without, without a DAO. So. You know, I think that community becomes the true indicator of like what's important. Um, and there's a few things you got to really consider when you think about the community, right? You got to think about the North Star. 
like what's important, like the purpose behind why you're creating it. Um, you got to think about whether or not, like what you are cho choosing to do, the functionality, is it truly decentralized? Can you achieve that? Can, it, can, it, can what you want to achieve be better off centralized or should it be something that you get a collective vote on? Um, the logistics around that, which is really important as well, is like how you handle um, certain things to actually accomplish that. And then like the narrative, like what are you sharing to the community to keep them engaged, keep them moving forward, the mission, the vision, the values. And then like essentially the lifespan of it, like where are you going to, like how, what are you creating this DAO to do? Like the constitutional DAO, for example, was created to simply purchase the constitutional, I mean the constitution, and make that big. Whereas in some, like, like tech runs, you know, it started off as basketball, but essentially the next play of it is the idea of building like this playground at, the ulti at this ultimate playground in the metaverse. But eventually what we're getting to is building a decentralized sports league. Like, and, what, and how and having different, you know, locations play against one another. So what does that look like, right? And so all these different pieces play a role, but none of that can be done without community. So could you could have the new version of the NBA in five years or ten years? Pretty much. I mean, it's possible. I mean, anything's possible, right? Wow. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Uh, you know, it just comes down to we we, we explore it. We're gonna explore it. Yeah. You said you said a couple things there that I I thought were really interesting, and it. I, I think there's two ways. Like you started these tech runs with people who want to play ball, right? And then. Right. But when I listen to you talk now, I hear like some like there's a mission in some respects. What was the thing that got people excited about these tech runs when it's like we're, we're here to play ball, but it wasn't like we're here to save, you know, the whales. You know what I'm saying? Cause I get like why people would want to save the whales, but why would I buy a token to play basketball? Like What was the value there that you believe was, you know, the driving force to people being engaged with tech runs? Good question. Um, the key thing for us is we're building the ultimate playground at the intersection of sports, crypto, and culture. You know, for us, it was really about how can we mobilize and, and essentially grab the crypto curious, not uh, those who are already crypto native, but the crypto curious and bring them into Web3 um, in a way in which that was really native and to, to their current like way of life, right? Um, and I think the, the, what we are, we're in, a, we're in a new generation of the internet. And the internet is essentially moving at a pace that's, um, you know, that's ex exponential, but also at a pace where a lot of people, and we've seen this in the past, have been left behind. Yeah. So my question is like, how can we not onboard the masses into Web3, but how do we bring Web3 down to the masses so that it can be digestible, easy for them to understand? And then through that process of that shared interest, we can then, you know, essentially teach them the way. Um, in a way in which that's fun, native, um, and respectable by most. So, you know, when you think about DAOs, DAOs, one of a DAO killer would be idleness. So mm -hmm. when you're thinking about sports, it unifies. That's the, the natural property of it. It's one that people can play. It's one that people can watch and bet on. Um, and we saw, you know, me being a former athlete, like I've seen it in so many different ways, um, build, and essentially unite communities. So I wanted to test that model um, out in this space and create one of the first sports social clubs that can allow for people to kind of gather around, build around something that they complete, completely understand, yeah. but then take that 
take that lesson and um, take it to the next level. So the mission is, the vision is a lot larger than even that, but we knew that we had to get people in the game. And we're not talking about on court. We're talking about the game of Web3. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. No, that, that response... It's probably one of the better ones I've heard because I, I see so many dials, and I don't have a question here, but this is more common. I have all of these, you know, dials that come across my desk, you know, my proverbial desk, and you know, everybody's looking for like what the utility is, like what is the value of somebody owning this particular token, and the way you just described it, you know, the the, the dial killer is idleness. And so when you're creating something that creates community, getting people out in the basketball court, I get now why that that strong of a utility um is so important to the success of the DAO. you've got these people who are coming out celebrities even people who are can be crypto whales come out and play because they want to be around like-minded people who are investing in this thing called web3 and they found community and they want to get out and play ball with some people who you know are similarly uh situated so really really good answer and let me share and let me share something if, if that's okay yeah. um the result of that Right, the result of using sports as just a proxy, um, you get 92% of the people that when we first started um, had no crypto wallet. They knew nothing about crypto. Um, and just a short four months, not only did they have full understanding of, you know, they're now crypto native, they were also, you know, choosing certain lanes. So some would go down the NFT degen route where they learned a lot about NFT that became something that they were passionate and interested in. Some went down the, the DAO, you know, and created more DAOs. Like we spent up a yoga DAO as, out of result of the Tech Runs DAO. Um, and now they go on retreats and holding that membership token allows you to get access to places all over the country, like Egypt, um, um, excuse me, all over the world, like Egypt and St. Saint Lucia and, you know, and wow. some, parts of Africa. So, but beyond that, it's about, you know, and I think it's really important. It's about collaborate, uh, competitiveness on the court, but collaboration off the court. So on the sidelines where all the magic happens, it's the deal making, it's the $4 million being invested in each other. Um, it's the starting new projects. It's the, um, being hired by one another. And it all started because on the court, it provides an opportunity for members to essentially, um, like play and, and essentially have like these non-verbal com communications cues being activated. Like, yeah. you know, me passing you with the ball and you making a shot, I have a relationship with you that's a little bit deeper than, you know, just me giving you a, a business card, right? Yeah. So it's like thinking about it in that in that fashion. And I think that's what created the success of it. And not, and from an economic perspective, you know, not only are we playing together, building tribes, having fun, but we also, our token is rising because more people are joining, more people are finding the utility um, successful, uh, excuse me, valuable to them. Yeah. And then through that, you know, now people are also earning at a high pace. I like that a lot. You, you talked about this, the value of that community, and it's starting to pervade into other lanes of athleticism, yoga, you mentioned. When you think about tech runs, 
what was the initial catalyst that caused the community you're building to be successful? Because anybody could have just said, I'm gonna put together a basketball DAO, but how was your community built? Like what was the impetus to get people interested in DTs? Right, I think um, it was a couple. The number one thing is the community became the mold. We were very, very like uh, intentional about like who we had joined um, to kind of spearhead this community. So we went after entrepreneurs, founders, creators, investors, those who are, um, you know, not just like-minded, but they have something to offer. And it got to a point where during the second half of 2021, members who were essentially, um, you know, like we, we started to recognize that like the news, the headlines that were happening, the mergers and acquisitions, the big plays that were happening, not only just in Web3, but just around the country in tech, you know, someone in our DAO actually played a part or a role in making that possible. So now someone like me can go and buy who did this last, who did this like our, you know, TK deal, you know, like, can you share some, some thoughts around this and give us some insight? So, you know, from the public view, they can allow us to see, you know, how deals are being done, how things are being built and giving me a, a certain knowledge set that I had no, you know, no access to prior to, being a part of this DAO, right? So I think it's stuff like that that creates a lot of value. Um, and through that, partnerships started to happen. And that's when like we played at the Miami Heat Arena, we partnered with like X, the FTX Arena to actually make that possible. And that's when, you know, the news, you know, the news took off. I mean, people started to recognize in that, oh, wow, like this, this is not only a cool DAO, but they're also playing on NBA courts yeah. and they're doing skyboxes, they're going to Puerto Rico, they're, like right now, our logo is on a professional basketball team, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly what happened from there. Like wow. Once that started to take off and we started to scale into different cities, we believe that we're like a global community, but essentially like a local culture. We want to make sure that the reason why we do it this way is because we recognize every city has their own culture. and We don't want to disrupt that by making it like one size fits all. I love that. It you're a businessman too. You know, I don't want to assume that you do this just because out of the kindness of your heart. I imagine, and that could be, but I imagine that there's a business opportunity here for you as well and for the community. And so can you explain how the economics work? You know, because if I start a company, I get, you know, I sell a product, I generate revenue. If I sell a service, I generate revenue and some, you know, whatever that Bottom line is, you know, those that's my profit. That's the money I get to take home and buy a new car, right. a new house or whatever, pay my bills. With right. a DAO, how does it work in the respect of I get to build something that is governed by a decentralized and autonomous computer system software, but there's revenue in it for not just the community, but how does DT get paid? Because if I want to go start a DAO, how do I get paid ultimately? Absolutely, absolutely. So there, the economics is pretty fruitful. It's um, really supportive of the entire, it give, essentially DAOs give value to the edges of the community. So the way in which you can earn um, is by engaging. Um, we have a system set forth where, you know, members can join working groups and build different silos of the community so that the community can function as a whole, right? Um, we have growth leads, partnership leads, we have people that handle membership relations, which is essentially like onboarding people. Um, we have people that lead the community. We also have people that lead the governance, the treasury management. So the way we do that 
um, is we provide resources. Like we provide the resources in the, in the form of the native token, um, some in USDC, depending on like the scenario. Um, and they get paid for bounties, like different projects that they work on and complete. Um, and as this token continues to um, increase, you know, we have a structure where you can pay, you can get paid in two different ways. One is, you know, you can get paid by a certain set of tokens, right? Which you can capture the upside as it continues to increase. Um, obviously the variable or the risk to that is like, if it starts to drop, you'll, you'll catch that up, you know, you'll catch the downside as well. But right. on the other side, there is also the, the stable aspect of it. Like you could say, hey, listen, I'm gonna, we can all vote to give someone you know, two fifteen hundred part time for a month of their opportunities, or like if they complete a certain amount of tasks, they can get put on either a salary or a project based situation, and that would be given into the native token, but it would give it in, in the amount in which we set forth. Like if it's two thousand dollars, be two thousand dollars worth of this native token, um, and uh, so that's the way we incentivize our community. And so the way I get paid is, you know, the same way. Um, and then, like, there's a couple other, you know, a mad, like magical, I think magical um, opportunities where you can, once you earn enough tokens, you can do a lot of things with it to actually, like, transition that into ETH or, um, you know, like, you know, create what they call liquidity uh, pools to actually, like, pay yourself, you know, through the fees. And, like, I mean, obviously, I can go into the great detail on that a little yeah. later, but essentially, you could be a liquidity provider where like I'll take some of my tokens and I'll add it to a pool, meaning so that other members like you, Will, Vanessa, or whoever, could actually join the community. And because I created a pool, I expanded the pot of which people can join, right? The amount of tokens in, in circulated supply. And because of that, it's almost like a token appreciation. I can get paid in fees, um, almost like the bank, to actually have people join. And that fee can be in a in in the port in the in the form of Ethereum, or it can be in the form of the native token or both. So, and this is for my own benefit because I've had so many people. Uh, we've been having these DAO conversations, and I heard this quote that says, "You can't bring a Web two way of thinking into Web 3. And I think there's like a disconnect with so many people who are trying to think of how to make this make sense. And so I'm going to ask you, like, is is it what you just explained? Is it kind of like, you know, I get paid, like think about the traditional stock market. I get paid in more stocks of, you know, McDonald's or whatever. And by engaging with the community of McDonald's, they give me more stocks. And so mm -hmm. I, I get to pay my bills when I cash that stock out. Is that what you're saying in, in kind of how DAOs work? So if, if I in, engage with the, t the tech runs DAO, I earn these tokens, therefore, you know, you're saying I get to, you know, realize that personal reward. Does that, is that get turned into dollars when I just decide to cash in some of those tokens so that I can go pay my bills, so that I can go take a vacation, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, to a certain degree, yes. Like you have, you can get paid in a quote unquote company's equity, right? Um, when I was at Tesla, you know, you know, through bonuses, we had bonuses and, and instead of cash, we had equity. We got paid more and more Tesla stock. Um, and um, that can pay off later on, like, you know, especially when you're getting early. Um, given the fact that Tesla has, you know, performed the way it has in markets. So same model comes here, but it also like Web2 is not completely vanished from Web3. 
So like the idea that like it, there's a complete separation, no. Um, it's just a follow-on. Like it's read, write, and own. It's not a only own. It's also mm-hmm. write too. So like when we think about the model, we still want to, you know, how do you make, you know, the salaries competitive? We look at ways in which we can, um, we look in the market and say, hey, listen, how much would someone get paid in normal dollars? Yeah. And then like we can apply that in this model. Um, and we're just getting paid in a native token. So it all comes down to, now when you're talking about the Web3, you know, play of it, it's okay, you're, you might receive the native tokens, you might receive ETH, and those two things. Um, it's something in which if you have Coinbase or if you have all these other, like if you have BlockFi, some of these other like banking tools that are more Web3 native, um, it can uh, give you an opportunity to, you know, you can hold your crypto and like borrow against it, or you can um, essentially cash out whenever yeah. you, you find that to be suitable as well. So how can people who are, you, you talked about some of the people who came to Tech Runs didn't even have a wallet in the beginning. How can people Correct. who are um, trying to get DAO experience interested in things like Tech Runs and others, friends with benefits and other, like how can we easily get DAO experience? If we want to dip our toe in the water to just kind of figure this thing out, what are some mm-hmm. things you would recommend we do? I think the, the, the best thing you can do is participation. So you can learn a little bit, but I think just jumping in. Um, and what jumping in looks like is, you know, there's communities. Like if you see, say, tech runs, and you see the activity that's going on, like our DMs are stacked. And in, in our DMs, we have members saying, hey, listen, I want to join. How do I get a, how do, how do I get a, how do I get around or get around to like becoming a member or, you know, how do I participate? Um, the best way in which we can do that is through, um, we have like a membership application process, right? So like you can apply. And once you apply, we have our membership relations people, you know, start to do her due diligence and essentially reach out to those people. And those people, and she kind of walks them through that process, why they'd be a good fit, et cetera. And then eventually they buy the token. So like the decentralized part of it is, you know, for most people, you can, you can buy your tokens and you can buy someone's tokens and that's the first start. So friends with benefits, the same thing. You buy their tokens, you can apply. Um, once you apply, you get reached out to and, you know, you join that, that, that first group, that, that private Discord channel once you own those tokens and you've been uh, approved. And then they walk you through that, you know, that onboarding process from there, from there after. So it's, you know, every process has a different model. Um, some you can just join by just buying the, the NFT or just the token. Some has the application process because they're kind of like betting the vibes and trying to have controlling, you know, they just uh, make sure that like the vibes are being, you know, um, protected, or, or, yeah. or set forth, yeah, it's being protected. Um, but it's, it's not necessary, and then some just have an open group chat, like LA Tech Runs has an open group chat, you can join by just clicking on the link in the, bio, in, in the Instagram bio, and then boom, like once you're in there, you can talk to some of the members, you can yeah. talk to some of the token holders, and um, you can figure out who the leadership is, you'll see, all the, the uh, um, all the nodes and, and, and vision, 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 mission, values. You can break things down from there. So um, I'm always interested in where Black people fit. You know, with regards to Web three opportunity. What unique perspective do you believe Black people bring to the conversation of Web three? Not just DAOs, but NFTs and the whole thing. What what do we uniquely bring that we can realize the value of? Good question. Um, our cultural IP. 
I think the way in which we operate um, is it's it's clearly very different. It, the way we consume is very powerful. Um, the way we you know we can influence different brands. I mean, most of most brands in this, in America is built off of black culture. That's right. So when you think about you know how we can play and how we can um, you know uh, participate in this new this new paradigm shift that's happening in the internet, I think that the key thing is we can bring that those tastemakers. We can bring the way in which we want to do business. Like there used to be a cookout, you know, DAO that essentially brought people together and essentially had that same model of the cookout. Like, hey, listen, we're going to talk about this over, you know, over a plate of food or whatever case may be. And then essentially, you know, as they built out certain projects, they're going to invest in one another. Then there's um, opportunities like ours, which is a very diverse and inclusive DAO sports that was dominated by black culture, to be honest, right? Yeah. Yeah. So how can we, how can we leverage? And I noticed that like our DAO and some of the other uh, social DAOs out there, mainly us in uh, Friends of Memphis, are like some of the most diverse DAOs. We're not like a all women's DAO. We're not a all anything DAO. We're literally a, a melting pot. Um, and I think it's because of the cultural IP that we chose to, to participate in. Um, and yeah. beyond that, I think it's what we choose to do, right? Um, you know, I said this before, I was talking to a friend and, and I mentioned that I never traded collectibles when I was a young kid. I stood in line for a pair of Jordans, you know, <laughs> right? I, you know, I put things on layaway. I put my North Face on layaway. Like I did things like, you know, my parents put just to set up. So like yeah. we can still use those same thought processes to actually play in this space, right? Like putting your sign on the layaway is basically saying, all right, I'm gonna put some down at the, at the floor. And yeah. then when it becomes popular or when it becomes in season, um, essentially I'm gonna go in and, and buy up. Right. So it's the same thing like buying an NFT, like minting at the early stages, you're learning how to get in at the early stages. And then when it becomes popular, you can either buy more or you can, you know, you can sell or you can do things, but you're learning how to get in early. And the same thing with the drops, right? Like Jordan drops, whatever yeah. it is that you stood in line for. So you understand that process of like getting in early and the value of having access to information to actually make that decision happen. But I think that the type of communities that we're going to be able to form in the black culture is going to be second to none. I think it's sadly underrepresented, um, but gladly in a, in, a, in a position that we're going to actually be able to play at, like at the, you know, I think at the forefront. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, 
keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Love that. When you think about particularly black communities, but communities as a whole, like, there are things that are still missing in Dao culture. Dao's are new to most people. Um, this is probably a phrase we got familiar with in the last six months or so. But if I'm right. thinking about creating a Dao, what are spaces that you believe are super ripe for Dao creation? Um, believe it or not, any community with, that has purpose, right? I think the possibilities are endless. Um, we're talking that Reddit group chat that you have, you know, that Facebook group that wants to gather around to raise capital or raise resources to for some positive some outcome, right? There's things like ours, like bringing together people to build sports leagues. There's, um, I mean, just the possibilities are endless. I think that I would like to, you know, have people encourage. I mean, encourage people to actually just try new, uh, try new things. Whether it's a songwriter DAO where you're bringing together people together to essentially, um, you know, write songs for major artists, and then that major artist like Beyonce can pay that DAO's treasury wow. to to license some of that work. There's there's so many activations, and I think that um, and uh, you know the potential for use cases for DAOs is you know it's it's endless. So, to that end, how? Because you talked about black culture and DAOs, you know, and, and what we bring to it. But how does culture impact the success of a DAO? Like you talked about black IP and et cetera. Like, is it important to be more fully who we are, more presently black? And like, how does that impact the success? Gotcha. Um, 
you know, we're living in a world where authenticity is scaling, right? Um, our digital identities are becoming more prevalent than anything else before, but everyone is becoming creators. You know, in this new world, you know, you own the value you create. So as we are creating on the internet, I think that the way in which we choose to create um, plays a huge role in that. So when you think about cultural impact, we're thinking, you know, it drives the engagement because people get to align themselves with things that you care mostly about. And I think the engagement is the essential building block for a successful DAO. If your culture speaks to a community, you know, your community will naturally drive that DAO success through participation and engagement. So, you know, when you think about cultural impact, it's like, you know, it's, it's the words that we choose, the language. Mm -hmm. It's the way in which we talk to one another in that DAO. You know, right now you have a big thing, you see GM, 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 right? That's, that's cool for, you know, that's a culture. That's a cultural, like, that's a cultural language. But if you think about someone like Beyonce, she has the beehive, which is like a, a cultural world in itself. Or you have someone like, uh, you know, think of Nicki Minaj, she has the Barbie crew. And they, they speak a certain way, they act a certain way. Like there's a, there's a, there's a cultural IP and, and swagger about them. And I think that which keeps them aligned and keeps them engaged and it keeps people participating and also identifying who they are. And the same thing goes for Greek. So yeah. when you think about cultural impact, um, you could think about the, like, what are the, what are the norms? Like what, it, like, what is the language you're trying to get? And also I think it ties right back into like how communities are built, right? The best way the way communities are built is through purpose. The goals and the purpose of that community need to be defined. And then through this, like the community can naturally be built. And then now and when you narrowly define your community's purpose and goals, it you know, that's everything during the initiation process of building. And then like once you set the community, set the go the culture, um, you can now collaborate and coordinate because there's people that already have, you know, a sense of belonging. Yeah. And they feel like, all right, like I, you know, I know where I'm going. I know what I'm about. I know what I'm a part of. And now you can start building these these tribal, um, you know, act, uh, effects. It's really, really, um, really, really. Uh, it's exciting, but it's also really uh, fascinating at the same time. So, for folks who are not super technical and are watching this right now um, or listening to this, how where, and they want to start a DAO. They've got an idea for. A community DAO in their local geography they want to build one for their city or for their friends group I remember uh, one of the guys you were sitting with at Afrotech um, executive in Miami he said like a DAO is like a, a group chat with a balance sheet and I thought that was pretty important and, and sweet so if, if I'm right. not super technical but I want to start a DAO where do I start how do I do this right I mean there's tons of resources online um, there's DAO launch pads. I mean, we have one. DAO Labs is essentially a DAO launch pad where you can come and learn and make, we make it easy to make and manage a social DAO. Um, and we provide you with the tools, the token creation, as well as the, uh, you know, help you with the go to community strategy because we recognize that some of these members are crypto curious versus crypto native, right? So um, there's launch pads out there. There's also an opportunity for you guys to read up on different materials and launch, you know, a group chat, right? There's Telegram, there's Discord, you can start there. Um, it doesn't really, you know, the first part of building DAO is you have to build a community. 
So building a community, having a North Star, that one-liner purpose of like what you, what you guys are getting together about, right? Um, deciding whether or not this community is centralized or decentralized is another factor, right? Like, and then um, looking at the the logistics, like identifying like what needs to be handled, you know, to accomplish the North Star goal. So like once you have like some of these key things in place, then the, at that point you can just go to one of the launch pads, you can come to me if you need to. Um, you can go to other communities that already have DAOs um, and join one. And then like from there you'll learn the lay of the land. Black Tech Green Money is a production of Blavity Afrotech on the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartMedia. And it's produced by Morgan DeBond and me, Will Lucas, with additional production support by Love Beach and Marissa Lewis. And special thank you to Micah Davis, Jermaine Hall, and Sakara Savanyan. You know, like the wine. And yes, that's his real name. Learn more about my guests and other tech disruptors and innovators at afrotech.com. And the video version of this episode will drop to Black Tech Green Money on YouTube, so tap in. Enjoy your Black Tech Green Money? Leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Go get your money. Peace and love. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.